2: And as always, please celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer calories and carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. I want to thank our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. Panini America has everything you need. A premier collecting experience with the most sought-after NFL and NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. If you're looking for rookie sensations, they've got that. How about Timeless Legends? They've got that. Panini America also breaking new ground on NIL, featuring the biggest names, Caitlin Clark's in there, Angel Reese, J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix Jr., and so many more. If you're into cutting-edge digital collectibles, don't miss Panini's NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net. Some of the first opportunities to collect this year's rookie class. Whether you're a collector of physical cards or a digital enthusiast, Panini has you covered. Check out their most popular brands. they got Prism, Select, Donruss, and so many more. And you got Panini Instant Cards celebrating the biggest sports moments on cards right after they happen, such as Draft Night Instance. Visit PaniniAmerica.net or download the Panini Direct app today. Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show.
0: Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything.
2: You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio.
0: Greetings and welcome inside Hour 2 of The Dan Patrick Show here on Fox Sports Radio. Jason Smith and Doug Gottlieb in for Dan today. Uh, Denny Hamlin is stopping by coming up in about 20 minutes. NASCAR driver who, let's face it, yesterday President Trump... Had some big things to say about NASCAR and the whole Bubba Wallace situation and and the Confederate flag as well before he went on to talk about the Washington Redskins nicknames, the Cleveland Indians nicknames. Uh, So Denny Hamlin's going to stop by coming up in 20 minutes, so a must listen there uh, as we get into that with him. But a breaking story in the NFL this morning that revolves around Eagles wide receiver Deshaun Jackson. Uh, This story is a couple hours old now, and it's starting to uh, really gain a lot of traction and momentum. As Deshaun Jackson's under fire and has had to apologize, saying that he doesn't hate the Jewish community after he he posts some anti-Semitic messages. Now, he shared a couple of different quotes on social media that he attributed to both Adolf Hitler and Nation of Islam leader Louis Farrakhan. Uh, On the Instagram story feed for Hitler, he put up a quote that he attributed to Hitler which said quote white jews will blackmail america they will extort america their plan for world domination won't work if the negroes know who they were He also went on to quote from Louis Farrakhan as well, whom the Anti-Defamation League and Southern Poverty Law Center have identified as anti-Semitic. After he got criticism about this, Deshaun Jackson uh, said, hey, listen, my posts were taken the wrong way. Quote, anyone who feels I have hate towards the Jewish community took my post the wrong way. I have no hatred in my heart toward no one. Equality Equality, and then he had some uh, raised fist emojis in multiple colors. The Eagles have not yet commented on Deshaun Jackson and these media posts. Doug, this is something that's new and we're seeing this and it's shocking to see this. Why is no, it shocking? Well, it, it, it's shocking to see somebody decide I'm going to put up a post where I'm going to reference reference World War Two or 9-11 to make a point. I mean, there's, there's certain things in, in my life I go, okay, I can, tell you, I can tell you one thing, that if you want to make a point about something, using World War II, Adolf Hitler, using 9-11, those are two sure ways to either get fired or suspended, uh, and that 100%, I have seen that across the board. I don't understand why people continuing to go to, go to things like that say, so I'm going to make my point with that. I don't get it. I, I, I don't get why people would I don't get why he would put up a post that is attributed to Adolf Hitler. I I I don't understand that. I mean, really, that just that's just uh, that that's what you want to do. I, I I don't understand.
4: No, I I'm, okay. I'm with you there. The idea it's not a new idea that 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 Hitler hates Jews or that Louis Farrakhan hates Jews or that black people can be racist as well. These are not new I These are not new ideas. Um, I I would I would only tell you that I have the like it's. It's, uh, what was it Riley, um, Riley Cooper, Riley Cooper, right? Mm-hmm. Like I, I I'd like to believe, I know people related to Riley Cooper. I'd like to believe that he is not, he is not racist that he was, but man, we can only take him at his word. Uh, um, and his word was he dropped the N bomb with the ER, which I don't know. I don't know anyone who drops that and is, isn't racist. Um, the same goes for Deshaun Jackson. I, I don't know what to do with it. Like I, I he's an idiot. Uh but I you know, Deshaun Jackson's the same guy who, you know, when he got ran out of Philadelphia the first time when he got ran out of Philadelphia, um people want to know why and you know, Chip Kelly had it leaked that he thought he was maybe he wasn't a gangbanger, but he was hanging out with gangbangers was was his thing. Like I just think that Deshaun Jackson's not that smart. I just think I think he probably he 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 thought he was, you know, Showing people that th- I don't know what he was doing, but none of this is groundbreaking to me. Like, if you're Jewish, you have felt this for a long time. You know, there are people that don't like you and you do know that there's the reality that there are there are uh, black people who are anti-Semitic. There are other white people that are anti-Semitic. Um, and, you know, you you kind of deal with it. The apology is terrible. I, like, <laughs> you know. I I love all people like, no, you don't. Not based upon that. Not only based on the quote, but based upon who you picked out for the quotes. Yeah. Like you can't, you can't pick Hitler and then go. Right. But I also, I just, I also would, I give him a little bit of a pass because Deshaun Jackson doesn't strike me as somebody who is super worldly and, and maybe understood it. Um, I don't know. I don't know. It, I, I've always heard Deshaun Jackson's a sneaky, sneaky bad guy, super talented. He's in the league because he's got great speed, and that doesn't surprise me. N- nothing, that doesn't surprise me.
0: Yeah, it's, it's, you know part of it is I always go back to the, the Herm Edwards quote uh, before he became head coach at Arizona State and he, when he was don't giving a big – Yeah, the, the big symposium he gave to NFL players. I'm going to invent a new phone. I want you all to buy it, and it's going to have a big button on it that says don't press send. There's nothing more true than that, that, you know, many times you can have bad ideas about things and, you know, okay, uh, maybe I don't say something about it. All right. All right. But the minute you want to you want to be out there in the world and, and this is where, you know, athletes. I think failed to understand what social media was going to become. You know, when social media first started, so many athletes stood up and said, "This is where we get our messages unfiltered to the fans." Right? Right. We don't have the media twisting it on us. We don't have anybody. No, no. This is we get our message right out to you. Blank you, evil media. This is we are we're going to take your you're not going to have jobs anymore because we're going to tweet stuff out. And now, where does social media come? Whenever we talk about it, it's because an athlete has said something that is either controversial or something like. This and it, it it puts them in a light that they really don't want to be in, and and there's certain things to 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 be said that you didn't see how this was going to evolve over time, and when you are, uh, you, when when you're in a situation where ah I could say this for whatever reason, uh you wind up like Deshaun Jackson, you know I mean the the Rachel- I mean the, the
4: the funniest part is like Howie Roseman's his boss, <laughs>
0: yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah
4: you know have fun with that one Howie Roseman right yeah. And well, I,
0: well, look, Doug. I mean, look. I, I think a lot of people know, but not, but maybe not everybody knows. You know, I mean, you're Jewish. Yes. When, when you see something like that, you're, you're. Were you mad? Was your reaction? You were really pissed. Were you like, oh my? I'm, you said, you look, Deshaun Jackson's not very smart. Were you want to just dismiss it and move on? Like, where well, like, where are you when you see something like this?
4: I just, I, I think in many ways, uh, Twitter is like booze, right? Boo, like, like booze. Um, when when you drink, what is how do you, are you sleepy? Are you silly? Are do you do you get in fights? Like well, what happens when you drink?
0: Oh, uh, I get happy. Okay, so you're I'm, happy, I'm you're a, you're yeah. a happy guy. I talk right? even more than I do uh, when I'm not drinking. Right, which is so, insane.
4: Happy happy drunk happy guy. Yeah, and that's generally the belief. Twi- Twitter's like that, where Twitter kind of exposes ultimately who you are. Uh, me, I'm I'm sarcastic. I'm also I I I when it comes to like real thought, I try to be kind of common sense, and I I do think that there's there's other ways of looking at it. Uh, of 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 I try to have open. I'm open to all perspectives and whatever. But Wait, this dinner, is when you're
0: drinking, or this is normal? No, this is Twitter. No, okay. this
4: is Twitter, Twitter and normal, right? Like okay, I it right. just it's amplified. <laughs> like Deshaun okay. Jackson just exposed to who he is, which I would say, you know, I, I mean, look, black people can feel how they feel about how America and the world has treated them. And um, I would say that in many ways, Jewish people have felt like we've, you know, throughout time, the the problems of the world have been pushed on the, on the Jews. And, you know, I, I we, we get blamed for anybody's, anybody's problems that was somehow, you know, when you, when you're 3% of the population, yet you make a substantial amount of the wealth percentage wise in the country, that you get blamed for for financial success. And I would say that, you know the the, the pushback has always been from anybody I've talked to is like, look, Jewish culture is a hundred percent literate culture. It's one where parents push their kids towards education. And I frankly think that all races should. Like if you want to lift up your your race or your religion, the best way to do so is m- much like you know, the the highest, in terms of race and Jewish people aren't considered a race in the country, but race Asian people make the most per capita, right? Why? Cause two parents in the home, a lot of times grandparents in the home and they push their kids towards not just majors that make more money, but also towards education. And you know, that, that would be my explanation for why Jewish people do so well financially. It's not through any sort of, are there bad Jewish people? Of course. Are there racist Jewish people? Of course. Not a lot of them. I hope considering the the racism and anti-Semitism that they've seen. And I, I don't think all black people are racist, but I do think there are racist black people or there are anti-Semitic black people. And, 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 you know, if, if you're willing to accept that there are racist white people, which I'm willing to accept, you have to accept that there are racist black people. Now, ha- has this been instigated because somebody was done wrong over time? I'm sure. I'm sure. But that, when I see it, I just say Deshaun Jackson, um, you know, I, I just don't think he's, I don't think you're very, no, you're, you can't tell me you're a smart human being if, <laughs> if you post that, and you don't, the second you post anything quoting Hitler, and like you said, and by now you post something, you quotes Hitler, you, you're not very smart. You know what people's reaction is going to be, and it's probably how you really feel, and th- th- that's, that part's not a surprise to me.
0: Yeah, no, you show who you are when you're quoting Hitler. I mean, really, that 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 kind of shows who you are, and it you know the the part of this though you mentioned Riley Cooper, and and part of this is the you know Deshaun Jackson obviously to me is someone who spends a lot of time having race conversations, and I was always really surprised. I remember when the Riley Cooper thing happened uh, on my show. I had on Akbar Bajbi Amila, you know, former NFL or star of American Ninja Warrior. And we talked about this, and I said, you know, using language like this, he goes, well, he goes, you'd be surprised. He goes, the, the stuff that gets thrown around the locker room in jest between teammates, that's part of, you know, our brotherhood. There's race stuff that gets thrown around all the time, and there's racist words that are said back and forth, and it's, you know, it, it, it just happens that way. and, and that's just, But that's, that's the, the, you know, the closed atmosphere yeah. of what we have as a team. So what, uh, you know, when I hear yes. that, yes. I, can, I can see how, I can see where things like this wind up getting blown up. And put on social media because I have this conversation. You know, we 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 you know we have conversations like this in the locker room for whatever reason, and so I'm saying it. and I'm to you know, put it up on social media. Well, I you know that's that's really that that then that's where it gets from one part of the story to the next. So I can I can I can see how this happens, but at, at the you know I, I look at this and go, how, how do you think that you know you go from whatever conversation you're having in life to I'm going to put this up on 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 social yeah. media and make sure. <laughs> I, I don't get it.
4: Look, I agree with you. The locker room, generally there are race jokes there there at least, you know, again, maybe times have changed. Now there are jokes, sexual jokes, sexual orientation jokes. You know, I mean, I, I remember things that something Kobe Bryant said where, you know, he had to apologize for, and I think people outside the world of basketball, take it at face value. Whereas it's, it's just a, it's a different language inside the, the confines of, of a sport. Okay. So I, I do understand that. Um, this strikes me, like, honestly, I think there's a lot of people who don't know anything about Judaism. They just they just don't I, I like I that's the Hitler quotes, a fake quote anyway. And that's where I'm like it, it to post a Hitler quote is dumb to post a ha- fake Hitler quote is even more dumb. And then uh, and, and then to not understand what you're posting is equal parts dumb. You know, look, the average average IQ is just as close to 80 as it is to 120. So not everybody is a magnum cum laude.
0: Twitter at How About Fresca, Doug at Gottlieb Show, Jason Smith, and Doug Gottlieb in for Dan Patrick today. Again, this story uh, pretty new. We'll keep following it as it envelops and, and develops uh, throughout the day for Eagles wide out to Sean Jackson. Uh, but coming up next, we got Denny Hamlin, NASCAR driver. He's going to stop by a big last 24 hours in NASCAR when it comes to the Bubba Wallace controversy, Confederate flag. You got to listen. Keep it right here. This is Fox Sports Radio.
2: Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
1: include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies.
3: There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on.
2: You've probably put this off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your game. Touring tires for commuting comfort. How about performance tires for sporty handling? All-terrain if you're going on and off-road adventuring. Go to TireRack.com and get started. You're not sure where to begin? I suggest the easy-to-use tire decision guide. Get a personalized tire recommendation, the right tires for how and what and where you drive. Choose from the full lineup of Bridgestone tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you or... Choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They bring the tires to your home or office and install them on site. Go to TireRack.com slash Dan. See their Bridgestone test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to keep an eye out for the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Dan. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. If you like where Mercedes-Benz has been, you're going to like where they're going. With a full range of EVs now available at your local dealer, Mercedes-Benz is turning electric completely on its head. Experience the all-electric EQB, a versatile luxury SUV that can seat as many as seven. The brilliantly advanced and superbly equipped EQE SUV, positively alive with groundbreaking technology. The inspired EQE, the electric sedan with energizing comfort features that recharge you. The boundlessly capable EQS SUV, a vehicle that takes luxury and innovation to places they've never been before. And of course... The magnificent EQS, the flagship of all EVs, delivering the Mercedes electric experience on a truly epic scale. The vehicles are all electric. The feeling is all Mercedes. Learn more at your local dealer or MBUSA.com EQ.
0: Fox Sports Radio, the Dan Patrick Show. Jason Smith, Doug Gottlieb in for Dan and the Danettes today. We got Denny Hamlin coming up in a few minutes with us. Uh, So keep it right here on Fox Sports Radio as NASCAR, the National Football League, Major League Baseball, now trying to figure out how to deal with the latest tweets from President Donald Trump. It was a day ago uh, that he questioned the validity of of the Bubba Wallace story and wanted uh, Bubba Wallace to apologize for the NASCAR hoax of the noose in his garage, saying that that and the flag situation, banning the Confederate flag, resulted in low ratings for NASCAR. He went on to talk about how the Indians and Redskins nicknames, which uh, were initially made to show strength, should stay nicknames. He went on to reference Elizabeth Warren and you know, and we're off to the races. Uh, you know, Doug, with with this last. These tweets, the last uh, 24 hours or so, when you and I talked about this yesterday, we said, listen, the best thing to do is to ignore this and, and just move on, because the NFL, if they could do it over again from 2017... They certainly would say, you know what, we're not going to just start getting scattered because President Trump is tweeting about kneeling football players and Colin Kaepernick. The best thing to do would be to ignore it, because as, as we said, look, there's political stuff and this is something that you can't win. Right. And notice that the difference in the responses so far is that when this happened, Redskins, you know, the NFL, really no one really said anything. You know, it's like, all right, we've done this before. We've been through this. Roger Goodell put the moment of unity out there saying that we blew it last time. Let's go forward together. And NASCAR had a bunch of drivers who responded to this because this is something brand new for them. And, the, you know, and we talked about saying, hey, you know, be ahead of things and 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 just move on because you, you can't win this battle that that's going to go on if you're going to continually to engage this.
4: Yeah, I, I look, I don't think you have to go full-on frontal assault. I would guess that the NFL stance changed. Uh, one, they, they didn't want to go against their players. And two, uh, my guess is that they feel like Trump's done in November anyway. And you want to be on the right side of this thing, right? Like, um, I just, you know, it's it's interesting where the exact same tweet about a similar situation two or three years later can be received completely differently and it's it's knowing the room knowing the temperature of the country he he hasn't changed this is who he is and i actually would give him credit for like you know you know who you are know how you got your job you know you dance with the date that brung you right this is how he got his gig was in in a time in which in a job in which is generally seen as a unifying job he has won based upon being polarizing Right. That, that's mm-hmm. basically what it was. He he won by dividing the country and his side showed up more in the places that it was important, more so than the other side. And look, he, he didn't win. He won basically by 70,000 votes. And, you know, in, in the states that mattered. So I, th- this is but the, the, the country has changed our how we receive his tweets have changed. How we view our own progression has changed. And that's why I think the response has changed. Um, I, I don't think I, and I do think a portion of it is, Hey, that guy's not gonna be there for long. Anyway, let's, let's, let's not act like he matters once, uh, you know, once, once we get to November 5th or so,
0: if this happened now for the first time, instead of, you know, three years ago. Would the NFL, you think they would still get involved? Would this be the same response that we've seen from them as like, listen, the president, we, we learned our lesson last time, I get it. But if this happened now in the way we are now in society, what, what, what we've gone through the past few years, is the NFL's reaction different or do they still go, whoa, the president's involved and players go back and forth and still becomes a big deal it was in 2017?
4: I don't know. I, 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 don't, I don't know. Um, if it's a different president, I don't know. If it's a different message, I don't know. Uh, if it's a different messenger in terms of Kaepernick, don't know. No. I, I, all of these things, you know. We we can't. I I can't really tell you. I can only take the. I I do think context of time does does in fact matter. Um, so, I don't because I was in New York when Eric Gardner was killed, and it began. You know the that was the first. I can't breathe you know marches and that that was the first time that nba players really became politically involved i mean really ever since or maybe not ever since vietnam and you know um you know some of the protest marches that bill walton was a part of that kareem was a part of etc but i don't know how it would be i mean i'm sure it would be different but i i don't know what the response would be you know i i think there's a there was cuz there was also a lot of factors in how the country changed. Like, look, we were under quarantine. And so you had people with a ton of pent up emotion. You had this, these stories spread anyway, when there's video and cell phone video, obviously spreads a lot more, but then you also had cell phone video that spreads on social media. And so all of those things kind of change it. And then you factor in people have been quarantined. So now they get out and you have a small percentage of people start destroying stuff as well. Like, all of this context and time does matter.
0: Fox Sports Radio, The Dan Patrick Show, Jason Smith, Doug Gottlieb in for Dan. and The Dan is today joining us now on the hotline, NASCAR driver Denny Hamlin. Denny, good morning. Thanks for stopping by with us. Appreciate sure. it. Thank you. So uh, tell me, your reaction yesterday, obviously, I'm sure you were taken by surprise. You saw President Trump's tweet about uh, Bubba Wallace, NASCAR, the flag controversy. What was your reaction when you, when you saw it?
5: You know, I just kind of a sigh. That was about it. Um, You know, I was busy at the race shop just kind of debriefing from uh, our past uh, race and just kind of thinking about Kentucky going forward this weekend. But, you know, I really didn't have a particular reaction, I guess you could say, uh, from it. You know, I kind of stayed out of it. Um, You know, I think that uh, everything that that the industry has has said a few weeks, you know, still rings true.
4: Denny, what has this been like for you? What what has, you know, racing uh, when some of the world, some of the country is still under different phases of quarantine, uh, you know, uh, plus some of the, you know, the the political movements in the country, what's it been like for you and your race team?
5: You know, we've tried our best to keep the distraction uh, as far away as possible and, you know, to continue to focus on our process and our process to prepare for races, our process, uh, once we get to the racetrack and our process when we leave the racetrack. And that's essentially kind of where I feel like we've been so strong and, and why we've been so good is, is we, we have, have kept ourselves sheltered from that stuff and, and, uh, it, it's, it's kind of equated to a lot of on track success.
0: It's been a big last couple of weeks, obviously, with the Confederate flag situation no longer being welcome at NASCAR races. We'll see it being flown outside. And, and now with the Bubba Wallace story, what have you, you know, just, just kind of put into words for us a bit of what these last two to three weeks have been like for you, going from what the sport was before to now where you are now, considering what's gone on.
5: Well, I think you know, with everything that went on in our country, um, with the George Floyd situation and, and others, uh, I, I think that it just brought a heightened awareness, and what it had done is you know the, the Confederate flag and, and other issues that you speak of have been thought about and talked about within our sport for for many, many years, and with with everything that has gone on and, and us trying to be as inclusive as we can to everyone. I, it just became the right time to make the change. Um, it, it, it's unfortunate that you know it, it took lost lives for for people to really stand up and start making differences. But you know that to me, in my opinion, that's what George Floyd and Breonna Taylor and all that's what their legacy is going to be is they they made true change uh, in our country. And so you know, for me personally, I mean, it had an effect. Went to the National Civil Rights Museum uh, voluntarily to so just kind of listen. My my promise was is that uh, I was going to listen, and and for me, I, I wanted to listen by going and and actually putting action behind it. And so, uh, at Tallahassee, just a few weeks ago, we had the National Civil Rights Museum on the car. After I went and visited there, um, and and I, you know, listen, it, it really uh, educated me on you know America's history, and and I encourage people to still. If you can go back there when they reopen, please do because it's it's, it's great information for everyone to go see and, and have.
4: It is. It is. I've been there, Denny. It's it's powerful. I um, mean, you feel you can't. You just can't believe like this is the this is our country, right? Like this. It's it really to to. Uh, and I would. And I don't know. You know your background. Like, look, I, I grew up in Southern California. I just cannot believe. That's the same country we live in now. As as disturbing as the play, the video, the George Floyd video is like those images and the videos at that museum. I don't know. My, my take, I just I was in many ways ashamed of the his, some of the history of our country.
5: Yeah, and and listen, it's, it's it's realistic to think that you know the issues that that the country's had over the last few months will have a, a piece of that museum because each piece of that museum has created some sort of movement in the right direction. And so I think that um, as tragic as it is, it, it's also likely to save thousands of lives going forward. And, and so I think that um, it, it, it was, like you said, very eye-opening, very humbling my perspective because you know i think of our country as hey we're we're diverse we're more diverse than anyone anyone in, in the world but you, know, you still see some of the struggles that that people have that you know me or you will never be able to relate to and, and it just gave us a little bit of a uh, a sense of what that is
4: denny hamlin joining us here on the dan patrick show along with uh, jason smith i'm doug gottlieb uh, what happened in turn one Was, uh,
5: it's one I care to forget. I mean, you know, I, I think about, you know, there's three things in my career that I have not accomplished that are, you know, big moments, and and one being you know, the championship overall, which is just, you know, a one race thing now. I, I've got the Brickyard 400 and the Coke 600, and just in the last, you know, honestly, in the last eight months, I've had them all slip away for things that I can't control, and that's so frustrating as, as as an athlete to think that you can't control the outcome or, or the results for what the work that you put in. Uh, it was, you know, the piece of tape took away our chance at the, uh, at, during a pit stop, a piece of tape took our chance away at the championship. The, the Coke 600 just a few weeks ago, we, you know, the ledge fell out of the car right on the first lap. Uh, I can't help that, you know, and, and then, you I'm leaving the Brickyard 400 and the tire blows just seven laps to go. So it's just been a very tough one as far as that's concerned, and, and hopefully we can bounce back like we have all year and, and just go out and win the next one.
0: You know, you tweeted out how gutted you are, how it hurt on so many levels. You're trying to win the Brickyard for so long. How long does a race like that stay with you before you can, you know, put it out of your mind and, and, and move on, or does it always just stay there in the back of your mind?
5: It's usually a, a Tuesday, Wednesday, uh, somewhere in that range. I mean, Monday, you got to relive it again because you got to go to the race shop. You got to talk about it. You got to figure out, okay, what could we do different? Uh, that whole debrief. And then, you know, Tuesday, you start to kind of turn the corner on let's start thinking about the, the next race that, that's going to happen and what we can do to uh, to be better. So, I'm almost there, and then you know today I've got
4: you know host of interviews, so I, I gotta kind of re it. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's <laughs> sorry, but of of hey, listen, listen—it's like going back over game film. Like we we gotta watch right. it. Okay, so uh, Greg Stucker, who's the Goodyear Racing Director, said that it was a tire pressure issue, you know, and that we, we told that we told the crews that there's no practice, so you gotta be mindful. of The heat, the tire pressure changes. Um, what, what would your be response to? Goodyear saying, hey, this is about tire pressure.
5: Yeah, I mean, I think that that's like 5% of the issue. I, I think that ours was related to, honestly, we were too fast. We were, our our car was too fast in the corners, so it put more load on the tire than what it was capable of handling. And so it's a little disappointing that it still can't make a fuel run. Me, all, your, your tires should be able to run as long as your, your car can take a tank of fuel, which is 40 laps. Uh we blew that tire uh with twenty six laps on our tires. So it's just that, you know, that I guarantee they won't go back with the same tire and that's that, that'll that'll show you right there that they believe
0: that their their tire was not good enough uh for, for, for the race that we have. Hey Denny, overall, what's it been? Obviously, the world has been different with racing, with coronavirus, and not being as many fans and racing the, the way it's been. What's that whole experience been like for you going through this, the restart, getting back to where you guys are now? You know, everyone has just
5: adapted and adapted well, and, and I think that you know that's something that I think that we reason we've had success with our FedEx team is that we, uh, I, I think we've kept our process the same no matter whether it's been practice or no practice, whether you can go to the shop or you, or you can't like the communication has stayed the same. So we've really done a good job of uh, keeping that process the same. And that's, that's in my mind why we're having the success that we're having.
4: One good thing that's come, like, look, there are some good things that come out of this with the lack of fans and lack of people around. Is there one good thing from some of these protocols that even when people come back, you'd like to see stay in place?
5: Well, I think that you've seen the the lack of, you know, practice. I'm not sure that that will ever, you know, I don't think it will ever be at a venue for three days again. Um, I just think that that's really, really tough for the team financially. Um, They've got hotel rooms. They've got, I mean, just so many expenses. Each set of tires that we burn through is probably $2,500. And we burn through three or four of those during practice. I think that, you know, the social distancing thing um, will remain intact. I don't see it going anywhere until there's probably a vaccine, which who knows when that will be. Um, But, you know, things have, I don't know what the new normal is going to be, but I think the world and the society as a whole is going to have a new normal um, as a whole. You know, everyone's workspace is going to be different, um, including ours. And so I don't know what that's going to look like, but it certainly is, I don't believe we'll ever go back to the way it was.
0: You can follow him on Twitter, at Denny Hamlin. That is at Denny Hamlin, tied for most wins this year on the circuit. Denny, thanks so much for stopping by with us. Really appreciate all your time. Best of luck the rest of the way. Look forward to talking to you again. All
5: right, guys. See you.
0: Thank you. All right. Hey, great stuff there from Denny Hamlin. Look, to, to kind of work backwards on the interview here a little bit, uh, you know, the part at the end there saying, hey – things are never going to be the same again in in our sport. Things are going to change forever. You know, in some of it we got a little bit yesterday, you know, David Vasaya of the Dodgers, Dodgers insider from AM570 here in L.A. joined us and said, listen, we're we're doing all our interviews via Zoom with players, and you wonder if that's going to be something that – Turns out to be the norm after this is that, you know, hey, players say hey, this worked well, just being able to do this via Zoom and not having to have guys come in the locker room all the time. And maybe we're not going to be allowed in the locker room anymore. And here's Denny Hamlin saying, listen, NASCAR's not going to be. Th- these are changes, some of the stuff that's just going to happen that they've hit on, you know, because of the way they've had to adapt to COVID-19.
4: Yeah, listen, I, I thought. um uh... Uh, but by by the way, he handled the he the his Goodyear answer was really really good. But yes, I look I I do think whether it's you know going for walks, um you know or how we watch TV, uh, you know different businesses have emerged. I, I do think there are things that are going to come out of this that are really really good. You know like I don't know you start cra- like I've started reading books because I'm kind of done. I've gone through the whole Netflix and I know there's a couple people have texted me some new shows. But, like, you go through the different, you know, the the, the different things, you know, different uh, times, things that you do when you don't have sports on TV when it's such a big part of your life. And I'm just fascinated by, within the sport, uh, what what actually happens, you know? And it's kind of like we talked about with baseball. Do you really need to have, to travel cross-country for all these series? You yeah. know, why, why don't you just, why don't you adapt? Why don't you ad- adjust? Why do you have to hop on a private plane? Like, one of the things that a lot of, You know, college football and basketball teams are going to do is probably take buses to games, especially if they go conference only. Now, these conferences are gigantic, but they'll do so in the name of safety, but also in the name of saving money. And you start to realize that buses are way better than they used to be 20, 30 years ago. You know, you're on the you're on the Internet anyway. You can be on Wi-Fi. You can be on your devices. You don't know how long you're going. So there's lots of different things that are going to come out of this, which are actually good things
0: you know and and his story about the museum he went to go see and you guys had had a great have you been? interaction no i have not
4: uh yes i mean it's it's uh oof it's a lot but go ahead
0: Well, any any time and, and listen denny hamlin gave the answers and talked about how things should be listen i want to move on and race we want to move on and race but I know I need to understand and learn, and you can just tell in his voice what the, the shocking things that he learned. Oh, and, and you know you talked about it as well. There are certain times when you do something like that, visiting a museum like that, that will really bring it home to you in a way that no other way can. Yeah, it's, you, it, it's it's in
4: it's in Memphis, Tennessee. Uh, it's actually you know, the Lorraine, um, the Lorraine Motel that uh, that Martin Luther King jr was shot in is the room is still intact and the hotel is connected to this museum how they did it was amazing and but you walk in and like look of the museums i think you should go to is you should go to the national holocaust museum in washington dc there's one in israel i mean all of them who mean those those are hard walks and this one is you just you know you can't i mean my my brain just doesn't function that way you know i was I just, my my dad was a a basketball coach and my, my friends were from all nationalities and all races. And I had no idea, like I'd seen movies on it, whatever. And I, you know, like, but then you start to, you know, hear some of the rhetoric that was on the radio or on the TV. You, it's, it's something that needs to be done. I, I, I will point out, and it's really, really important to me is I have heard and read a lot of people say, you know, uh, we we haven't changed. We haven't evolved. Like that's not true, and that's not fair. It doesn't mean that we're where we're supposed to be. But go into that museum, you'll be appalled. Walk out of that museum, and you'll say, well, a lot of things have changed. Not perfect. Not where we should be. But on the on the right path. And but you, it's in Memphis, Tennessee, and it's absolutely fabulously done.
0: Yeah, it's it's you know there's a couple of times in my life now I haven't been there. But when I went to Europe, my wife and I went to Europe uh, a few years ago and we went to Anne Frank's house and it was you walk in and everybody is quiet. Everybody is silent. It's so heavy. You're walking in the same rooms that Anne Frank and her family lived in as they hid, uh, you know, in World War Two. And it just it blows you away and you start thinking of things. On, on a much bigger level, because I, when I was a kid, I read the Diary of Anne Frank, and you get, it, and I understood everything. But you go to a place like that, and you go, you're like, oh my God, I'm here, I'm here. This is where it happened, and it and it brings you different kinds of enlightenment, and 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 you makes you think about things differently. And we we went to a uh, a World War II museum in in Paris, and we, we walked in and we walked out, and my wife and I looked at each other, and it was like. Uh, boy, the the view of the United States in World War II was really different because the it was basically France, This museum in Paris was they they the, the equated the help that the United States gave them in World War II to like we gave them a ride to the airport. You know, it's like, here's all these things with Charles de Gaulle, and then with some help from the United States, hey, France is able to win World War II. I was like, well, that's different. I, I, I didn't really get that part of it. But it's, you know, you, you go to, when you visit places like this, and, and it, it just gives you a different way of thinking. And, and, you know, hearing Denny Hamlin mention that, you could just hear it in his voice. I mean, there, there are certain ways you, but you could hear that, I, I'm still thinking about this. In his voice, I can still hear it in your voice talking about the museum and visit. I can, you know, how, how you're kind yeah. of reliving it as you're telling me that story at the same time. Jason Smith,
4: Doug got in for Dan and the Danettes. All right, coming up next, Jason. I'm going to hit you with—I don't know if it's a conspiracy theory, but a thought as we get ready for the NBA bubble. What I think they will stop doing once we get towards conference finals time. That's next. This is the Dan Patrick Show.
2: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at FoxsportsRadio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
3: All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that, but there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments
1: Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini-games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies.
3: There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on.
2: You've probably put this off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your game. Touring tires for commuting comfort. How about performance tires for sporty handling? All-terrain if you're going on and off-road adventuring. Go to TireRack.com and get started. You're not sure where to begin? I suggest the easy-to-use tire decision guide. Get a personalized tire recommendation, the right tires for how and what and where you drive. Choose from the full lineup of Kumo Tires, Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They bring the tires to your home or office and install them on site. Go to TireRack.com slash Dan to see their Kumo test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Dan. TireRack.com The all-electric EQS sedan from Mercedes-Benz is luxury and innovation on a truly magnificent scale. It's not just the flagship of the Mercedes-Benz electric lineup. It sets a whole new standard for all luxury electric vehicles. You're going to marvel at this epic 56-inch touch-sensitive hyperscreen featuring self-upgrading next-generation AI and a beautiful, intuitive interface for both driver and front-seat passenger. You'll experience next-level comfort in an exquisite spacious near silent cabin that makes this flagship feel more like you're piloting a spaceship and you'll appreciate the graceful aerodynamic design that almost completely eliminates drag for an outstanding operating range of up to 350 miles on a single charge the eqs is an object lesson in just how far electric mobility has come the vehicle is all electric the feeling is all mercedes take a test drive learn more mbusa.com eqs all in one app with one password. Prime Video, it's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply, Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See amazon.com slash amazonprime for details.
0: Fox Sports Radio, The Dan Patrick Show, Jason Smith and Doug Gottlieb in for Dan and the Danettes today. And, Doug, you know, you've been hot on this for the last hour plus. Yes. you you kind of, It's kind of conspiracy level. Kind of conspiracy yeah, I mean, are there any there conspiracy
4: right theories that you believe? Like, okay. Like JFK. Uh, lone Gunman?
0: Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. No, okay. I'm asking
4: you a question. JFK. Uh, oh, oh,
0: yeah, sure. I believe Lone Gunman, yeah.
4: Okay. Um, moon Landing, real?
0: Oh, sure. Moon Landing's real. Okay. I mean, I mean yeah.
4: Coronavirus. Coronavirus. It was a 5G creation. <laughs>
0: No, I don't think coronavirus was created in the lab.
4: Yeah. Oh, no, I, I mean, did, there's also people that think it's a, something having to do with 5G technology, but even though it's in 120 countries and 5G is oh, oh, five, oh, I
0: see. Yes, yes. The, the, the fun, no, I, I, I'm not believing that. And the world is also round. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll give you that. But there are some conspiracy theories I, 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 I do agree with. Those ones that you just happen to give me the examples of, I, I don't.
4: Give me one that you believe in uh do i believe
0: what's a good conspiracy theory i believe um do i believe that michael jordan gambled yes i believe no uh no i i i believe things that are in in the realm of if you want to take a sports analogy for it you want to take a sports thing for it like do i believe that there are certain things that are done to protect teams uh, when, you know, like, like for instance, the Patriots and Spygate, uh, how the, the, evidence that Roger Goodell destroyed probably would have been enough to ban the Patriots from the national football league, even though, well, it was, it was, a, I, I think it was, but he did that to protect the NFL. And I believe that he did, he did so just to do that because he knew the reality was going to be too bad for it. So certain things like that, I believe.
4: Okay. Um, look, I, I think the NBA will have legit testing, legit testing. Um, you know, under quarantine when players first arrive, which the teams are arriving. But I don't believe, I don't believe that they will be testing their stars. Once we get to the Eastern Western conference finals, like just, can you, can you imagine like, especially the, the chances that they're sick or they're not sick, you know, a guy gets sick in the conference finals and, you know, he has flu like symptoms and he just kind of plays through it. I, I, you know, it's, and this is a, I have no factual basis for this. This is just me thinking, do they really, really want to test and have one of their stars test positive, especially in a star-driven sport like that?
0: Oh, no, that I'll believe. I'll believe that in a second. I believe, and, and they'll be able to say, what's the plausible deniability we can have if it does get out? Right, Because we're going to test all the way through. We'll test through the early rounds of the playoffs. But we get to that point where the last thing you want to see, hey, here come Lakers and Clippers. But, of course, no Kawhi Leonard and LeBron James tonight is they have to sit out. Uh, you know, with, and Nobody wants that. So I can see where it's, well, we tested for the longest time. Oh, we just happened didn't to get this one in. And maybe some of the players give a wink and a nod and they go, yeah, we're okay. We want to play. We want to play this series. Test me at the end you know, test me now, you know, everything's good, I'm good, test me at the end or, you know, when you need to. And I can see that happening unless something winds up being where they can't keep a lid on it, which would get really, really messy for the NBA. But, hey, I've been in situations before where people think they can control messages, and I'm sure the NBA thinks in that bubble they can control everything.
4: Yeah, I just, I, I can't see a way in which you're going to have, like the, during the NBA finals, like, well, you know, we tested LeBron James and he's, you know, or Giannis Antetokounmpo, I just don't see that, I don't see that happening. Don't yeah, care. it's,
0: it's, it's going to be, it's, this is going to be such a, f- a f- it's going to be fascinating just to see how it unfolds. And, uh, you know, I, early on, you're going to see the teams that are ready to go home. That is, I'm here and we're like, we know we're not winning a championship. Because look, in the NBA, you don't show up as an eight seed and get all the way to the finals. It's not you just earn- the
4: eight seeds. Remember, they have 22 yeah. teams there, you know, right. uh, that, that all those teams not make the playoffs. So I agree with you.
0: Right. When you start to, you earn a championship in the NBA more than any other sport because you can't just get hot and win a title like you can in baseball and the NFL. You can get hot at the right time and win. You can't just get hot and go through all those rounds of playoffs. I mean, we, we get the best team in the NBA. Every single season. So you're going to see some teams go, listen, the lower seeded teams, we're ready. We're done. We're ready to go home. But when you, when you get to that big part of it now, and I think that's where we're really going to, uh, you know, in, in that conspiracy theory time, that's where the NBA is really going to come through and things will seem normal. I think that when you get to the conference finals and it's Lakers, Clippers, Bucks, Raptors, Bucks, whatever it turns out to be, this is where everything is going to be pushed back. And it's going to be, I don't want to hear about coronavirus. I don't want to hear about anything else. Here's where we expect it to be for the longest time. Because look, from opening night last year, what do we expect to see? Lakers or Clippers? And the Milwaukee Bucks. And and that, you know, when we are this close to it, we're going to have blinders on and say, just give me the basketball now. Give me. We, we've done it. We've gone through it. You're obviously still playing and things are working. But give me the basketball. And that feeds into into your theory because I don't think fans really are going to say at that point. Because right now, we oh, we want to know what's going on. Give me everything. Tell me. Let me see the positive tests. But at that point, it's going to be, hey, we've been playing. I want to see the conference finals. I want to see the NBA
4: finals. No question. And you're going to be competing against... Uh, the NFL and college football, we th- we think, and Major League Baseball. And the last thing you want is one of your star players to test positive. That's why my belief is that it's not that they'll hide the test results; it's that they'll find a way to. Hey, we're just going to take your temperature and only test you if you pop up with a with a high temp.
0: Oof! I'll tell you, if I did, what does the fox say on my show at night? I would use that tonight. I would use your. I, I would use that. T- would it be would be weird if I that.
4: used it on my on my show.
0: <laughs> no, <laughs> that'd be awesome. quoting <laughs> me.
4: <laughs> Here, let's take a listen to what Doug Gottlieb said earlier today.
0: Absolutely. Hey, we got two big stories from the NFL coming up next Deshaun Jackson, Patrick Mahomes. This is Fox.